Welcome to episode 17 of The Wine Record. I'm Andrew Elliott with... Are you sure it's 17 already? Chris Record. All right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. If, if I've lost count, it's because... What are we doing? Drinking wine. That's the ticket. Uh, A lot of wine. <laughs> the MO of the show is to taste everything commercially available on the island of Jamaica. And uh, I guess this means... I suppose the pilot episode... We tasted two, but now we're we're 17 wines deep into uh, our journey across the island uh, via bottle. 2,000 wines, 17 minus 2,000 equals? This show is going to live longer than us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Hey, speaking of which, it's a special day. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is February 10th. Yeah, so um, it so happens that my birth certificate says I was born February 10th. So it means it's supposed to be my birthday. So yeah, celebration to me. I don't know what that means. Your birth I have c- no idea. Are you, hold on a second. Are what? you saying your birth certificate might not be correct? Or have you been lying about your age all these years? <laughs> <laughs> no answer. Fair enough. Let's try some sparkling. Hey. So the sparkling wine world, I think we might have had a bubbly or before. Maybe Quite I don't remember. Yeah. Quite a few. Okay. Uh, two or three, I think. Yeah. So we're going to go with a kava today, and kava is from, if you, from the instant you hear the word kava, C-A-V-A, you know we're talking about sparkling wines from Spain. This one, I think it's a pretty special one. It's a Segura Viudas, right? It's spelled S-E-G-U-R-A-V-I-U-D-A-S. Now, when you do your little research, there, you know, there are some special meanings to these words, um, and I think this one spoke to something about widows and these uh, in celebration or recognition of widows who uh, were left behind after one of the wars. And they were kind of the ones that uh, had to build back the town and build back the city okay. and something like that. Right? And they built back better. Well, usually when there's women involved, it usually is better. Saying you know, my as a girl dad, yeah, I have also to. a girl dad here too. <laughs> okay. So yes, yes, <laughs> for harmony in the home, I agree with you. Yes, yes. no, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. so you know, Segura Vidas, um, these guys have been making kava for a while. I think it's this company is very steeped in history. The difference between kava and champagne and prosecco, you know, there's a continuous question about that. There's almost every time a bottle is opened, there's always one or two people at the table who kind of needs a little clarity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, slight backstory. Recently, I was at a, an event down in Montego Bay, tech event, and the gentleman at the bar asked me if I wanted champagne. Of course, I was like, yeah. You have champagne? <laughs> you know, I was right. like, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he, you know, opened this bottle and was bringing it. I was like, oh, could you bring the bottle? Uh, you know, because he opened the bottle, poured the wine, I was bringing the wine, bringing the sparkling. And I said, can I see the bottle? And he kind of looked at me strange. And I said, I just kind of want to know, take a picture of it. And of course, when he brought it, I looked at it, I'm like, dude, this is not champagne. <laughs> it was kava. Yeah. Which actually, it's, you know, relatively close. Why? Yeah. Because kava is made using the exact same method as champagne. And it has very specific requirements uh, under their laws. Mm-hmm. And similar to how champagne has very specific requirements and it can't be called champagne unless it's made here with this method and with those type of grapes, very, very, very similar. Right. Right. So that's what we are having here. So let's take a sip. So fun fact about this wine and this sparkling wine is that this is or was one of our go-to cabas back in Canada. Really? The Liquor Control Board of Ontario carries uh, Segura Vietas. 
And okay. my wife and I regularly purchase this. Okay. So it's one of the, it, in fact, it, when we found it on the island, we were very excited to be able to get our hands on it. And it's, it, it seems to be very much regular list. You can find it pretty consistently. Um, they make a lot of it. So you're able to get it uh, when you need it. You know, sometimes you go and you're like, oh, the store is out or the, right. uh, uh, the distributor uh, or the importer doesn't have it. And, you know, that's fine. It happens. But nevertheless, this one seems to be consistently available. And I think pound for pound is... It's fantastic value. Yes. It, it is. It's the best sparkler on the island. So, you know, I will confess that one of the more popular... Uh, there are other widely available um, covers on the market and generally I've kind of you know you know tracked them all kind of like you know I'm, I'm kind of done with covers but when I tasted mm-hmm. this a while ago I'll confess that I was like hold on I have not had this for a while and the style is actually oops I am guys I am using what do you call this glass oh, so <laughs> so the, the there are a couple of different you got your champagne fluid your oops. excuse me you get your champagne flute and then you've got your, you know, the Marie Antoinette style ones, the, the, the small sort of uh, cup shaped ones. These are actually, I call them Marilyn Monroe's because they're a larger cup shaped one. And Maybe anyway. we should explain the Marie the Antoinette glass, how that came out. Go ahead. So <laughs> the story is that the, uh, the cup size uh, <laughs> is, is the same as her decolletage. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm glad you're here <laughs> to say those French words. Yeah. And, and so anyway, the, it is modeled after, um, you know, her chest. Right. And so these are a little larger. That's why I call them the Marilyn Monroe. Technically, they're um, a margarita glass. And my wife bought them for me, uh, assuming they were smaller because I wanted a different style of, uh, of champagne glass or sparkling wine glass, mostly because I find, and we've talked about this on the show, you don't get the expression of the notes on the nose out of a flute because it's very contained and it doesn't uh, effervesce as much and you don't get to... Um, you don't get to enjoy it with all of your senses quite as much. Right. Flute. Right. So in the wine world out there, folks, what's what what started happening is that uh, most assessors, most tasters, most persons who are actually um, writing tasting notes and doing events like this um, started using wine glasses, regular, normal white wine glasses. And then the industry kind of sort of noticed and started producing sparkling wine glasses that were just a smaller version of a regular wine glass. But a lot of us in industry, we just use a regular wine glass. We pour the sparkling wine and, you know, it happens a lot now. Happily or not so happily, there's, there's more, you pour more in a regular wine glass, right? right? So <laughs> one champagne bottle or sparkling wine bottle typically doesn't serve as long as it used to. Well, who's complaining, right? <laughs> That's why you buy Magnums. <laughs> right. So these guys here. So yes, yeah, so the words, um, I was, I was kind of looking for my notes that I made. I didn't have it with me. Uh, secure widows. Oh, that was okay. the term that it, it, it translates into. The name was chosen in honor of widows of the Spanish Civil War who uh-huh. were left to rebuild their lives and their, you know, towns and, the, you know, economies, so to speak. I, I threw in that uh, around them. So this actually is pretty good. I actually like this wine. So, okay, Chris, um, we're saying pound for pound, one of the, the best bottles and most like cash to quality. I think we're spending around 3000 in that range on this per bottle. Approximately. I think you're probably right. Um, 
I actually didn't. So folks, every now and then I would drive out and go to a supermarket and stand up and look around and get the price and call Andrew, hey, there's a price for this, or take a picture and send to him. I didn't do that today. I'm sorry, Andrew. <laughs> a 3,000 is, I think, what I paid for it the last time at market, or maybe a little bit more, but it's just in that in that general zone. And you know, there there are less expensive uh, list sparklers, uh, the Bottega being one of them that you can get your hands on. That That's a good, you know, we talked about, it's a good party sparkler, it's a good yeah. beach sparkler. Yeah. Yeah. This so, one is is a bring to someone's house sparkler. Yeah, this is a, this is a little bit more seriousness. And, and I actually like it. It's in a you know, medium bodied wine, you know, good, nice zing acidity is a little bit up there. Tannins, there's, there's no tannins to talk about here because it's, it's a sparkling wine. You know, well-made, really, really elegant cover. These guys have actually been around. The winery was founded in 1872. So it's not any new, you know, as Jamaicans would say, hurry, come up, cover, manufacturer, okay. yeah. right? These guys have some have some time on their, you know, some experience uh, with this product. So yeah, great product. I, I, I like it. Um, pretty what, what are you getting? We haven't talked about any of the notes. Oh, yeah, 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 Wait. yeah. Sorry, sorry. We're just kind of going through with the regular stuff. Chris yeah, is remembering so. he's turning older tomorrow. <laughs> so... A little more intense, obviously, than a Prosecco. If you're generally a Prosecco lover, this is going to have a little more intensity. Um, notes that you're getting, um, usually the usual white fruit notes with a type of sparkling, apple, pear, citrus on the nose. You know, confirmation of the palate with a lot of these. Light, floral. I like this wine. Yeah. yeah the more I'm tasting it, the more I realize, you know what? I actually like this. And it's, yeah. it's got nice, exciting bubbles. You get yes. a little bit of... Um it uh, it agitates the mouth, you know, in the in the right kind of way. And I've said this before; I'll say it again: a bottle of this wine, the Segurvia, this, and a bag of regular potato chips. Okay, <laughs> I've never tried it. <laughs> oh no, because the salt mm-hmm. and the sparkling goes just with with the fat on the potato chips too is amazing. They complement each other so so well. If you want to have a movie night. Throw the popcorn away, or just don't make it. I mean, don't waste the food. Right. But open a bag of chips and open a bottle of this. I'll try that. It's a party. I'll try that. Thanks for that suggestion. I'm definitely going to try. Yeah, like it. Non-vintage, as most of these wines are. So, enjoy. I'm Andrew Elliott with... Chris Record. And we are... Rinking Lots of Wine. Thanks so much for listening to The Wine Record. If this is your first time visiting the show, subscribe because we release a new episode every second Friday. We want to make sure that you're up to date. And Chris and I, we're not just audio. You can follow us on our socials. At the moment, you can find The Wine Record on Instagram and Facebook. For every episode, we post a video of the wine we're tasting. So if you need a visual of what you're hearing a sample, it's all up there. Like us, follow us, and send us your comments. Cheers. Cheers.